0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
1: Sew, 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 sewing out loud. Hello and welcome to Needles Part 2, about sewing machine needles.
2: With ZD and Mallory. With ZD
1: and Mallory. And, um, last... Did
2: you hear my, my deep voice? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're not using I'm just it de- anymore. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just needling you. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, I started a blog post a few weeks ago about, like, when to change your needle. And let me just say, this is how it went. You know, the recommended uh, duration for using a sewing machine needle is every six to eight hours of sewing. But you don't really know when that is <laughs> so unless uh, unless they develop a fitbit for a needle oh <laughs> oh my god the needle oh how smart was that oh, that oh, i just no. said that well, there you go <laughs> that just you, came right off the top of my head honestly anyway so so there's no there's no um it's six
2: to eight hours of sewing. sewing not not sitting
1: in front of your sewing machine or trying to figure out what to do next or, or like eating right. at your sewing machine right, right. or the alcohol that you keep next to your sewing machine like ZD said last time or you know I any mean, so it's hard to tell and then you like mom it's, said it's last six time, to eight
2: hours of you piercing something piercing with that needle right but you
1: don't keep the same needle in your machine all the time it's not like you put it in, and then you sew all the same thing all at once. Anyway, what did you say in last podcast, just to reiterate, how often do you change your needle, Mom? Like, whenever I want. Yeah, all the time. All (laughs) All the time. All the time. (laughs) I mean,
2: it's not how – the thing about often – it's not often. It's mileage. It's mileage on the needle. It's not how often.
1: But I feel like people sometimes get confused. They're like, well, I don't know how long I said. So I say, if you don't remember the last time you changed your needle – just change it. Right. You know? Or put
2: it in the, you know, I don't know needle box for when you're going to use
1: it for something else that we oh, can talk about later. And I'll, uh, I'll point out in the last podcast we talked about use the right tool for the job. You know, you spend all this time on your project. You want it to look nice. And the shirt I'm wearing right now, I made it. And I pieced together uh, stripes on the bias. And there's this part. And it is like right on the bust. And it's this nasty needle hole cuz i used the shop machine and i don't know what somebody did on it but the needle right. needed to be changed and i should have just changed the needle to begin with but yeah there's like this one gross needle hole and it's because and then i you know took the needle off and checked it and i sh- i should have changed it but talk about how, how well, are a few well, ways. you go ahead what are you going to say i'm interrupting i'm interrupting what are you gonna say? well i'm going to say
2: there's there's <laughs> many reasons to change a needle and one one you know one is yes it gets dull it gets all that mileage on it so it doesn't have the piercing ability.
1: Yeah, but, I was. Uh, what I was gonna say is, to, right. if you don't know, if you're really unsure, I don't know. Maybe you didn't sew for a while, and you're like this could be a brand new needle or something. You can take that needle out and like run it on the tip of your finger. Uh-huh. You can and feel what's it. What's a a big you know, indication is if you feel like a burr on there. And there's another it, thing that yeah, can go wrong yeah. with a needle. That's what I
2: think happened right. to me. The other thing that can happen with the needle is it can be bent, and you don't really realize it. Mm-hmm. It's bent. It's it's got a slight bend to it, and it's still forming a stitch. But you know, for some reason, that stitch just isn't exactly what you know, looking exactly right or or, or whatever. So a needle can also be bent. A needle can also be defective. You can. I've yeah, had people get yeah. people say, "Well, I have a brand new needle in." And besides the fact that I check if they have it incorrect, I mean, in incorrectly, I sometimes realize that it was just a lousy needle, and,
1: and that that's not often, but it does right. happen. So change your needle, guys. Just change it if you don't know. Needles right. are cheaper than the, all the time you're gonna you know spend on your project. The other thing I just would mention: you don't need to do this at home. If you think you have a bent needle, throw it away, or don't throw it away. Put it in the special used needle pile, and we'll tell you what to do with it later. But what our old do and, and you should have a used needle pile. You should have a sharps yeah, disposable container, container okay, of what our sort. old tech used to do, and I'm not actually thinking back on this. I don't really know why he had this. He had an old needle bar mounted on a piece of wood, and he'd put the needle in it and spin it, you know. Right. And so if it was wobbly, he knew it was bent. Right. And I don't. Is he, did he do that to, like, show customers, hey, your needle? I don't know, but I don't gonna... know why it was worth his I mean, time. Yeah, right. Yeah, just right. change your needle. You right. know, I mean, and when we service machines at the shop, we just change them. But right. Maybe, anytime I anytime we still have it. I'll right. put a picture at of anytime it. Anytime you <laughs> get your
2: machine serviced, the first thing they should do is put a new just needle a in your right.
1: Okay, so when to change it. I think we've answered that question. Uh, not it's only... kind of like a baby's diaper. There, when it yeah, needs it. When it needs it. Mm. When it needs it. And if you hear loud sounds. Now, now the needle won't start smelling, but <laughs> when it needs it. When your stitch stinks. There you go. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. So, so we need a Fitbit for a needle.
2: <laughs> when your stitch stinks, change your needle. Yeah. Just
1: like you change your baby's diaper. Okay. okay. Um, I, also, I had an analogy for podcasts being like pumping breast milk, too. Most important thing about a podcast is releasing it regularly, right? <laughs> so you got to have a back stock, and then every time one gets released, you have to record another one. And Just make like, sure you pump out a new every one. Time, yep, pump out a new one. So every time the baby eats, you get a pump. You know. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. Let's talk about uh, marking system. So, okay, when you use when you, when you're gonna hem a pair of jeans, for one of my sisters, not me. I always hem my own jeans, right? Um. When you're going to hem a pair of jeans and you change it to a denim needle, you get out a brand new denim needle, and you just hem that one pair of jeans, Right. you don't need to throw away that denim needle. Right. You can use it again, but maybe the next thing you sew on is chiffon, and so you don't want the denim needle in it. What do you do with that needle so that you know you can use it later, but that it is the one you used? It's been used. What do you do? The thing I do is most of your needles
2: come in in a little box or case that has a clear cover on it. So what I do is I take a permanent marker, like a Sharpie-type marker, and I put a red mark, say, on the slot that's on the right side of that ne- that needle little needle box that you got, and I put it, that used needle where that red mark is. Yeah. Then I know I've used that needle. Now, eventually, I won't have five needles in that box, so I need... You know, so when I go back to it and say I, I say I've retired one of those needles, now I only have four needles. But I know when I use the next needle and I Put take it, it out and use song. it, then I would replace it behind that red mark, and I know that's the needle
1: I've so been you, using. You don't just keep hashing
2: out the needles; you can move it over to the red mark. <laughs> right, right. And and the thing is, is I I know what needle I've used and what needle is brand new. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Well, and another thing that you can do, if you do, if you buy bulk needles, I think this could be maybe helpful. Right. Some people take one of those tomato pin cushions, or there are lots of fun, you know, pin cushion patterns out there where the sections of the pin cushion are labeled with needle size, maybe even needle type. So you can put universal size 70 in here, universal size 80, you know, on this section, et cetera. Um. That obviously takes up more space, but it it is something you can do. That's another another. But way you to do you that. can't,
2: and you can even have a blank pin cushion that you write on yourself. I yep. mean anything like that. No, yeah, just, pin, just
1: um, when you get that tomato pin cushion, you take a sharpie and you, you write know, seventy. What I what <laughs> I do
2: is serger needles is I take them out, and I have a fo- you know a little folded piece of fabric that I keep my serger needles. Well, and in. serger
1: needles, especially this will happen with because you've got two – you're always switching them one out, You know, and so that you can sometimes lose track of that. Uh, the other thing with needle usage and confusion is if you have a multi-needle embroidery machine, you know, uh, kind of keep keep track. Try to keep track. Oh, I've been using number seven a bunch because sometimes you're like, you'll, you'll stitch forever and you won't use one needle because it's got a color you haven't been using on it. So, you know, keep track of what you've been using the most, at least think about it. Yeah, yeah. or just. Yes, or just change it. Just change the needle.
2: You can, you can always, change. you know, you can always use a post-it note anywhere in your sewing, and and stick it on the side of your machine and say, "I last checked my needles on this multi machine." You know, I last checked them in September of two thousand and nine, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but I should check them. One again. of the right. one of the
1: funny stories we like to tell from our repair department is. This machine won't sew right. I don't know why. It has the original needle in it. <laughs> that's correct.
2: I've actually, I've, I have actually taken in machines where the eye of the needle was like worn through. Okay, and it and it kept coming unthreaded because now that's another thing we can talk about. There are needles that they call like a spiral eye needle. Kind no, of no, thing. no. There are needles on the market. I think they still are. I don't know. I've stayed away from them. So, you know, things like that I try not to, like, um, keep in contact with. There's a needle that is, they call it self-threading, where the eye is opened on one side. Don't even bother. Just yeah. Don't even bother. Just think about They also have those in hand sewing.
1: Like a, like don't even bother. It's like a dryer combo. Right, right. It's not going to do it's going to do the job yeah. just not quite right it's, it's or not, not gonna, at all. Yeah, if you can thread it without, you know, just think about it. Well, anyway, but no, we yeah. have had
2: people come in and say, "Or oh, I need to change the needle," or you know, I don't. Again, like Mallory said, why is it not working? And another thing about a repair story when it comes to needles is that people will come in and the first thing we check is their their needle and their threading and very, very common mistake is that needle that, that shank of the needle, they don't have the butt. The butt. All the, the, butt, the butt. The butt all the way up. You know, <laughs> into the securing mechanism on yeah. the needle bar.
1: Especially I think on a well, I don't know especially, particularly on a serger. I, maybe right. I, I, maybe
2: it's because you change needles.
1: I think a it's lot just something. maybe there are, there are two. Well, the other it's harder to. It's just a little tighter thing. The other
2: thing about a serger, mm-hmm. if anybody will really really look at their serger, your needles are not at the same height.
1: This, they're, and they're not supposed to be. Yeah, that's a funny story that uh, I I was just
0: encountering. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me what inspires your music.
1: this like with a customer she's having all this trouble and i realized oh no your your needles aren't supposed to be at the same height they are staggered you know and then linda rainwater from baby lock at a training she said that finally this customer came into her one day said linda linda i got it i got my surgeon needles even i finally did it you know and she's Except like no it no, no. so yeah <laughs> so anyway that that is definitely something they're staggered because if you think about it the path of your looper is an arc you and know, it's all about it's, timing. Yeah, it's all about the timing. All about, all the, about timing. the timing. Ooh, that's a podcast. right there. All down. about the timing. Okay, let's talk a little bit about weirdo needles, a.k.a. decorative needles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, First one, it, let's go basic they They're first. not
2: weird. They're exceptional.
1: They're just a little, yes, they're exceptional. They're different. Uh, let's talk about double needles first, the most okay. tame of the decorative needles. Just okay. And, and,
2: yeah, and double needles can be functional also. Yeah, absolutely. But, but That's right. why it's kind of, right.
1: we're kind of uh, straddling the gap here. Double needles are two needles on one shank. They share the same. They share butt. one butt. Yeah, right. exactly. So there's just a little bar on there. Uh, and I know there are some older double needles that are different than, like, I. Just, what did I just see? It was looked very different well scratch that never mind um but they'll they'll have a little bar up top and the needles are hanging down from that and you can use it so to you create... see the butt of the needle and mm-hmm. then you'll see a crossbar that's usually plastic right and then there will be
2: two needle shanks up into that plastic so you know it looks like
1: two needles a double needle yeah yep. and um, we kind of like a fork with two tines maybe. you can you can use this for stretchy hems like to duplicate right. a
2: cover stitch if you do a straight stitch with this what happens is your bobbin thread is traveling back and forth between the two needles and you get you're getting a zigzag on the bottom on the yeah. bottom and you're getting two straight stitches on top so it mimics a cover stitch so
1: let me tell you and I, it stays elastic it does it does right. and i'm going to talk about how spoiled i am so i've always gotten to sew and serge on really nice machines And the cover stitch on our sergers is just wonderful. It's like butter. I mean, you stitch, like, a little legging, you know, hole, like, where the foot goes through. And you think, oh, I'm going to stretch this out. and It's going to look terrible and all wavy. No, it doesn't. It's beautiful. It's just, like, ready to wear. And so we taught Hemingway's, our hemming class, the other day. And we were doing the double needle. And I'm just going to be honest. I'd never done a double needle stretchy hem on the sewing machine and so I was like this is gonna suck you know our, our sergers are so much better and they really are they're really good but the double needle on the sewing machine did an excellent job I was very very impressed I you know it was not quite as durable as uh I don't know if durable is the right word um, as the cover stitch, but it really does work really it's nicely. It's a good mimic. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's And a you good can mimic. do other stitches besides a straight stitch with a double needle. You can, um, uh, do a zigzag. You can do some decorative stitches. Just make sure you're not going to go outside your stitch area, right, with, well, of your foot. Uh, you, yeah,
2: you don't want to go right past your, 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 the opening in your, in your throat plate or... In your foot, yeah. You can actually embroider with a double needle. Yeah, I've done it. It's been done. You have to. You want a very open design. Uh, Some things yeah. are
1: designed for it too. Right.
2: The other thing you is most of your modern day sewing machines have a securing mechanism or a, a default mechanism where when you put in a double needle, you engage that specific um, function mm-hmm. so that it won't
1: travel back and forth yeah it's like a safety mechanism it's a
2: safety mechanism that does not let you hit you know the the side of of your presser foot or the the side of your throat plate now if you know if we want to get fancy about that we can talk about all that later but the other thing that a double needle is used for is a pin tuck and that's probably one of my favorite usages i was was
1: like not even About that, that's one of my my favorite
2: usages, and I use Pentax a lot of times, like. Not only is decorative, but, like, to take up the slack oh. or basically, like, it's an alteration. So
1: I, I might we have love, a... We love pin tucks. Right. I'm, I
2: might have a shirt that needs a dart, like, under the bust or something. And I will use, actually use the pin tucks as the thing to take up the Absolutely. shirt. Absolutely.
1: Well, uh, double needles come in different sizes. They'll come in different needle sizes right. and different widths. Like, the double needle, how they're labeled is it'll say, like, 2.0 slash... 80 and what that means is the needles are two millimeters apart and they are size 80s they can be metallic they can be stretch needles they can be universal also something else i just ran into read your owner's manual some machines have an approved double needle width like you can't go outside that two millimeters or else you won't get a good stitch we just ran into that with somebody's machine i had no idea and
2: the other thing is is if you're throat plate opening is not wide enough for, say, a 4-millimeter plate It or a 4-millimeter
1: width. Right. It's not right. going yeah, to work. No, this one was right. wide enough. It was a 7-millimeter stitch mm-hmm. swing, but it was not, you know, approved. I mean, you can right. try it. It's not like it ran into the bobbin right. case, or, but it didn't make as nice a stitch. So uh, let's move on to a wing needle, I would say, for our next decorative needle. or Well, you know,
2: I'm just going to go – I'm going to jump in here and just say because – no, let's wait a okay. second. <laughs> I, I just want to talk no, about go ahead, go let's ahead. talk about the triple needle, or or it's called the drilling, the drilling needle. needle. Okay, and what that is is it's three needles. Yeah. So you use you know it's sewing three top stitches and that bobbin's What's going that back for? and forth. Um, I've always just used it for decorative, or the other thing you could use it for is strength. But you know I've always used it for decorative. Does it give you a stretchy hem too? No, it doesn't give you the same It stretch. doesn't give you the same stretch. The other, and, and you can use that for pintucks, too. Sure. Okay. I and mean, you can sort of, like, be double, pin double pintucking. Double Okay. Right, right. So, um, but I have mainly used it for decorative work. Uh, that,
1: okay, well, let's do drilling. Okay. So that's drilling, triple needle. Mm-hmm. Um, now we can do a wing. Wing needle. Wing needle is a needle with wings. <laughs> it's a it, needle it that really is. It's a needle that just drank Red Bull. Okay, so what it does is it creates a really big hole in your fabric, and we often use it on something thin like Batiste or something like that. And it truly does look
2: like it has wings. It's a needle, and down on the... Uh, What do they call that? Close to... Close to the eye. It's around the eye. Right, it's close to the eye, like just, you know, where... um, The blade. The blade of the needle, and it has like these... It, it, you know, it wings. Like, you, you'll you be able to see them. i yeah. They're very no, obvious. I, I, yeah, yeah. And what those do is they truly, truly poke a hole in your fabric. And this is for decorative work. And it's very common in uh, heirloom work. So you're meaning to poke a hole. And the only thing that this is going to poke a hole in, and listen to me, is a... You know, organic, natural fabric, and your best is usually a fine cotton of some type, a, lawn, a cotton lawn or a, it'll c a fine linen, something like that. If you use a polyester, your hole's going to close up. It's not yeah. going to maintain the hole.
1: Well, and another thing is there are certain stitches that right. you select uh, for this to get the maximum you know, a, effect, and they're the best right. ones are stitches where the holes are punctured multiple times. Right, and it's it's going back and forth over almost yeah.
2: almost making like a t- tiny eyelet yes. in the fabric. Yes, yes, like an
1: eyelet. Right. And the other thing we can talk about is a hem stitch needle. Which right. is, it's a combination, it's like a double needle. One of the needles is normal needle, mm-hmm. and the other one is a wing needle. Right,
2: and those are also called double wings sometimes. Double wing, yeah. Even though one Only needle one is, is, nor- a wing. is the, your normal, regular needle, straight needle, and the other's wing. So the you'll see that referred to as a hem stitch or a
1: double wing. And once again, pretty purely decorative, yeah, well, I would right. say. Right, you're, you're going
2: you know. to hem, I mean, I, I'm thinking... What I'm thinking of is, you know, I'm hemming a tablecloth or a napkin, and I want this fancy hem, so um, I'm getting that look.
1: Yes. And the other, the other thing uh, I want to talk about, and you know, I have never used one of these, is a double-eyed sewing machine needle. Have you ever used one before? Yeah. It had had two eyes in them. A customer pointed them out to me. They're for decorative work, so that you can put two threads through your needle. And, you know, get the colors. But guess what? You can put two threads through a normal needle. You know, I mean,
2: we need to really try that because my question about about that is the timing and how it picks up. What we do, we we use two needles all the time, or two Two threads, threads, I'm sorry, all the time. And we use two threads in embroidery. We use two threads on our serger. If we can fit them through that eye and they ride well through the tension disc, we have no trouble using two threads.
1: Yeah, um, Schmidt sells them, and I had a customer order uh, order some, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I got them in, and I haven't gotten to try them yet. Yeah, I'd um, love to try them and, yeah, and, do and, some and, research. and just see. Yeah. So we'll we'll put that. We'll in do the some notes. research and make a little, a little podcast some, on some hands on hands on research yeah. on that. But once again, that would be purely decorative, and I think that might wrap it up for the the decorative needles. Um, but we will, you know, we run a store. And I'm gonna keep notes on people who come into the store and have issues, and sort of keep a place for these specific stories because they sure. they happen and people can relate. I, to I them. think the
2: other thing don't is people say, "Well, I can't use a double needle. I don't have a place for you know two needles." That well, yeah, they, they, they do. Yeah, there's only right. there's only one butt that you're gonna put in, <laughs> and then the other problem they have is, well, where do I put the second thread? You thread one thread through your. Um, needle or i'm sorry through your machine system and then you thread the next you, you do not thread them at the same time
1: yeah that's probably that's a whole other right. podcast the other no. thing you the other thing you
2: cannot do with a double needle is use your automatic
1: needle threaders and that's true for a lot of these decorative needles right. actually maybe every decorative needle we've talked about right it because it doesn't have a center position right Yeah, it offsets itself. And that's you know what? There's a podcast or excuse me, there's a blog on our site all about automatic needle threaders. Right. And I say that in there. So yeah, do not use your automatic needle threader. Now you can oftentimes make sure to look in your machine. You can use your thread cutter though. With your automatic
2: thread color. Thread color is in the bobbin area.
1: Okay. Well, that I think about sums it up for our decorative needles and our needle podcast part two. And, you know, stay tuned for more needle stories. Or if you've got one for us, you can send it to us um, on the website. Click the contact us link and send us your needle story. A happy needle story. I don't need any more sad ones. Okay. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening
0: to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer.